It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mangana. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast. We are here. We were supposed to be here a week ago and then guess what happened? We had building works and we had to reschedule. But my gracious, gracious guest was able in the midst of a flurry of publishing-y, proposal-y activity to make some time out to hang out with us. So I'm very, very honored to have you. Why don't you introduce yourself, let the people know who you are, a little sprinkle of what you do before we get into it and talk a little bit more about your magic. Well, all right, then. I will do just that. I am Nalena Kai. I'm a USA Today and Essence Magazine national bestselling author. I am a literary agent who has landed book deals for clients with traditional publishing houses, such as Simon & Schuster, Harlequin, and an imprint distributed by Macmillan. I am a developmental editor, a book coach, and the book whisperer, the person that you come to when you're (laughs) thinking about writing and publishing a book, and I will actually help you to do the damn thing. (laughs) I believe everyone has a story to tell, and I'm just one of the people who can help people to tell it well. Mm. And so for those who are just on the audio, because we, we do keep the video and sometimes share little clips, but most people are going to be listening. I just want to describe. So the backdrop here is a, a litany of books that all seem to have your name. So are we looking at one, two, three, four, five? There's like 10 books there. Am 10, I, out am, 10 out of 30. I, I have oh, 30 books. Yeah. So people look at me having done, uh, I'm on three of my own books and I'm in a couple of contributing author in a couple. Oh my God, you've written so many books. I haven't actually had the pleasure, apart from my mentor, Greg, uh, Greg Reed, I haven't actually had the pleasure, generally speaking, of coming on a call with people who are nearly 10xing me on the book numbers. Like, how do you, how do you keep up with that amount of content production? I actually released five books last year, releasing five this year, dropped two this past Tuesday. Um, different genres, um, different book lengths, you understand? Mm-hmm. And I also do series. Some of the books that you see behind me, like Kings of the Castle, mm-hmm. King of Arabia, they are part of the nine book series that I do with oh. other authors. So each author drops a book in the series. And nice. uh, these wonderful covers that you see were done by my son, except for Every Woman Needs a Wife. Mm-hmm. That book is with Simon & Schuster. But mm-hmm. uh, I generally, I'm what you consider a prolific writer. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people who can write an entire book in about two to three days. Really? Yes, sir. Every Woman Needs a Wife that you see behind me, Mm -hmm. written written in four days. Four days? Mm -hmm. And this wasn't some hinky dinky, I mean, Simon & Schuster's are, anyone who knows about books, this is not some- That's a major house. Mm Mm-hmm. I self-published it, and then I gave away 50 free copies to mm-hmm. at uh, Book Expo America, and the publishing houses came to me. I need to talk to you about that, but we're going to get into it. So let's 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 backtrack a little bit. Okay. So okay. I don't know of anybody that wakes up and says, "Oh, I'm going to just do 20 billion gazillion books, and this is what I'm going to do with my life." Did you always know that no. that's what? No. So no. where's the transition? Uh, 21 years ago, I mm-hmm. um, met this guy online and mm-hmm. it was when Microsoft back then had this network where you could play spades and bid with and hearts online. With I, other people. I know that. I remember that. I remember that. Gaming system. Well, it was, it was still dial up internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't, dad... laugh, don't laugh because I still have my AOL. 
Well, my I just all I remember is that nobody could call yeah. the house because I was always online on the internet. And all right. My dad had like a, a three hundred and something pounds phone bill because I was like literally living on the always internet. on time. Well, yeah, I still have my <laughs> email address. So, but yeah. for me, he was he was the author, mm-hmm. and he took me to a private room and he would write poetry and then erotic poetry. Mm -hmm. Then he wrote me two paragraphs of all these wonderfully wicked things he wanted to do to me. Mm -hmm. And I sent him back about 10 pages of techniques he needed to learn and things he needed to brush up on. (laughs) Those pages that I pinned to him over uh, the internet, over this chats, became chapter 16 through 22 of my first book. But it was my sexual abuse counselor Mm -hmm. that encouraged me to keep writing Mm-hmm. as a form of therapy. I wrote six Beautiful. novels within a two-year period. Wow. All longhand. Mm-hmm. Yellow tablet, blue ink, and Whoa. it just, yes, the it just poured out of me. Mm-hmm. So this really was part of your healing journey. Exactly. Exactly. So for those of you that know me and Nelani actually met, Nelani actually met in Club, on Clubhouse, um, and I got to hear a little bit of your story, and I'm like, I like you. Like I, I need to know. I need to know more of the thing. I'm. I'm. I do a lot of clubhousing, um, but what I tend to do is kind of like passively clubhouse. Like there's a couple of rooms that I'm very active. My friend Mark has a room on a Monday. Um, I do as much as I can on Diva's room on a Wednesday, but that's like a five hour room. I, I don't. Which room is that one? Um, money mindset with um, Diamond. Oh Diva. yeah, 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 yeah. I was. I'm in so many different ones that it's yeah. like, but they're all good, positive rooms. Yes. Yeah. Amazing rooms. But like, I've got businesses, I've got kids, I've got a wife. I can't be on Clubhouse. Like for what right. was. So I, I kind of have it in the background a little bit. And like, I, I chime in if I've got something to add, but I'm normally just kind of gobbling up what I can. But I was like, Ooh, I need, I need more. Like I remember distinctively picking up the phone and be like, who is this person? I need to like check the, the thing. And, and make the connections on the thing. And I think I hit you up the same day and like, hey, like we need to like have it because I wanted to know more about the story because it really felt like there was something here that was going to serve people. Now I'm even more excited because I need to know more of all of the things. But the journey of writing to healing in a way that also adds to the life of others and also can be a way to build a business and, and to create income and create freedom and to you know, share your gifts. That was a magical combination. And I really just wanted to know more about that journey. So I'd love to know, you know, how we get from a little kinky back office, Microsoft room. Wait to a like... minute, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. kinky is... I'm joking, I'm joking, no, I'm joking. That, that, that was a different website. <laughs> oh, that was a different website. <laughs> In the litany of books, there's something that speaks no, right, to that, that one too. <laughs> a little different than what we was into. A little different than what we did. So from the... From uh, the journey of the author to to making it a business, the thing about it is it's always been a business. Mm. But I didn't just start taking the business end of it serious until the last two, three years. You know, I did it because I loved it. I Mm -hmm. still love it. Mm-hmm. But also, too, I want to keep an address. <laughs> you know, I, I can't pay. I can't pay bills with love. Yeah. <laughs> I, work, I work a nine to five at a law mm-hmm. firm and mm-hmm. I'm giving myself um, an exit plan. I remember you uh, said I remember time. you heard that. This is uh, one of the things that I loved as well, is that number one, there's a lot of people pretending no shade, but there's a lot of people pretending that they're 
doing something that they're not, you're like, yeah, I'm doing my nine to five and I'm building up my business alongside. I'm a, a big advocate of ending job shaming and people just having gratitude for the thing that is keeping the address and putting job. the food on the table I appreciate and giving job. thanks to the creator for giving us the opportunity to be able to do that whilst we build things out. Because I think far too many people are like, oh, I'm an international literary agent, blah, blah, blah. You're like, no, I'm building that out. Here's my pedigree. Here's my numbers. And this is what I do from nine to five alongside building this out. And you've got the plan. This I freaking love. Thank you. Yes, because I remember, I, I think I used that quote that really changed my life. If you work hard for someone else, you'll make a mm-hmm. living. If you work hard on yourself, you'll yes. make a fortune. And most people think fortune is about money. No, fortune mm-hmm. is about opportunities. It's the ability to have your bills on auto pay and, and know that the money is going to be you understand what I'm saying? That the universe will live up to your expectation mm-hmm. as well as, you know, I don't have to choose if I want to go to this restaurant or this restaurant, the other restaurant, I don't have to check my bank account first. And it isn't mm-hmm. like I'm looking at substantial things. It's little things um, mm-hmm. that make me feel wealthy. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those two things right there. But of course, and I'm grateful for that. And mm-hmm. as I send that out to the universe that I'm grateful for those things, it will give me even more things. But mm-hmm. I also put some other people into business uh, during since January, became mm-hmm. book coaches, other national mm-hmm. best-selling authors. We took on re- uh, writers who had never done it before. They had wanted to write a book. One didn't want to write a book. She still wrote it. Mm-hmm. And that was a challenge we did, a 30-day writing challenge. Mm-hmm. And those four women who completed the challenge are now number one Amazon best-selling authors. Mm. Number one, and not just for an hour, not just for a day. Some of them stay for a whole week. I haven't even stayed number one. (laughs) They achieved far greater Mm. than even I have. And Mm. these four women, they pivoted. Now they're writing fiction. Now Mm -hmm. they're writing Christian fiction, paranormal. Mm -hmm. They got like a shot in the arm Mm -hmm. and they they jumped in. We put them feet to the fire and they Mm. pivoted. They have uh, proposals going into one of the proposals I'm talking about going mm-hmm. in is to that major publishing house. It's from women I, I met on Clubhouse. I just met them in February. Mm-hmm. So we started another challenge yesterday and it's mm-hmm. six people that are from Clubhouse. They're mm-hmm. going to be releasing their books. They're starting from scratch. They'll be releasing mm-hmm. their books in October. Wow. Yeah, I don't play. And we have another set that's coming out in August that was from February, February, March. Mm-hmm. The writing challenge is all about getting the book written. Mm-hmm. Then we take them the next steps in. Mm-hmm. That's half the battle is you can't have anything to market and promote. You can't have anything to publish unless you have a book. Mm-hmm. So we focus on what's important mm-hmm. and also helping them to manage through the process. Some people fell off of the challenge because the stories became too painful to write. They wanted to tell it, mm-hmm. but it became too painful. We had to bring in sexual abuse counselors, mm-hmm. uh, therapists. There was mm-hmm. domestic violence. There's a whole lot of things going on with people that because of this pandemic, people were able to sit in mm. their pain and mm-hmm. recognize it because there wasn't a lot of life going on, no jobs, weddings, this, that, and the other that people were going out to. They had mm-hmm. to sit with themselves. Mm-hmm. And then they took a look at why am I hurting? Why? Now they could focus on their healing. And now they want to tell mm-hmm. their stories. And in telling their stories, they realize they need more healing. So all mm-hmm. of these things mm-hmm. came about. We had to do a lot of prayer. We had to hold and mm-hmm. hold space for people. There are times mm-hmm. I tell them, if you're writing a particularly difficult part, let's get in on Zoom. You, I'll be writing here, you'll be writing there, but I will hold space for you. Mm-hmm. You know, those are things, this is, that's new for me. Mm-hmm. And, and total strangers. 
And mm-hmm. like I said, these four women, one woman, her book, um, Marie, El- Marie McKenzie, mm-hmm. her book, the things, things that keep me up at night. She released it. Three other women in her family came forward to tell. Oh, wow. What had happened to them. We did a clubhouse release party mm-hmm. and women were in her DMs telling them her, them, their stories. Hmm. So it wasn't just about releasing the book. I'm getting gooses here. I, I'm an author now. No, mm-hmm. it's healing. They were telling their truth. Mm-hmm. And it was a heal. I didn't reach those women. She reached those women. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Each one giving a little piece of not just their pain, but their triumphs and victories too. Of course, of course. Of so course. It, it, it's, an, it's been an amazing, amazing journey. So when we look at the business end of things, like I have to have a come to Jesus meeting, as we call it, on Friday. <laughs> Because I have several writing tribes. I have Namakir, mm-hmm. I have Namaste, Nazrakar, mm-hmm. Nakari. So here's the thing. Namaste has a real chill vibe. Mm-hmm. So they're like, nah, I'm a stay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, I'm a stay. <laughs> nah, I'm a stay. <laughs> so they started in November and they haven't produced a book yet. Whereas oh. the women in February. Mm-hmm. They're fiery. Nazrakar. They're already published. Mm-hmm. Four months in. So everybody mm-hmm. has a different energy and different feel for it. So mm-hmm. I realized some of the people in Nam- Nam- Namaste, mm-hmm. a hobby for them. Mm-hmm. So in order for me to move the next people forward into Namakir, which is the main tribe, mm-hmm. I need people, this is this is something, if they're not a, with a pen in their hand, they feel strange. I'm with you. I need those kind of people to move forward. We will help anybody get their books done. But the mm-hmm. people I take on in the main tribe, they mm-hmm. have to feel about it the way I, way I do. I don't write every day. I'm editing other people's stuff, getting proposals in, other things. Mm-hmm. When I sit down and get that done, it's beast mode. Three, three four days, we're, we're, we're knocking out <laughs> books for Simon Schuster. And, and teaching them the business end of it. Mm. You know, it's not just about the sales. Mm. It's also about speaking engagements. It's about people That's paying That's what I was going to say, because for, for some people, they're not seeing that there's... A, these women that are touching people's lives purely from a contribution, you can't you can't put a number on that. But getting able, being able to go into groups, for example, and maybe even be remunerated for coming to share your story or getting those speaking engagements, um, maybe even getting the opportunity to build other service led contribution driven enterprises that are really going to put those numbers on the table. Yes. Mm. But that's the key thing. I'm learning the business end of it as well. You mm-hmm. know, there's a person that came, uh, her name is Sierra London. Mm-hmm. She kind of pivoted us. She's always seen it as business. It's mm-hmm. a creative process, but I lean more into the creative process and the nurturing process than mm-hmm. anything. And I realized with the group that we have, we have people that this is something that comes from here. It's nothing that I got to crack the whip on. Mm-hmm. It is something mm-hmm. that they, we give them hard and fast deadlines. And I think that was the difference between Namaste. We let them set their own deadline and some of them okay. didn't meet their own deadlines. Whereas Najah Carr, we gave them yeah, 30 <laughs> days to finish writing. And mm-hmm. after that, went straight into editing. Mm-hmm. And then line editing, content editing, mm-hmm. beta reads, they were done. Mm. Interior book design, cover mm-hmm. design, then mm-hmm. the publishing aspect, getting the printing distributor. They were... But then again, I realized, and that's the discussion I'm going to have on Friday. It's going to be a difficult discussion because I'm cutting some folks, mm-hmm. cutting some folks out of the process. You're going to just kind of be out to pasture. Just, we'll get your book finished. Mm-hmm. But this is not 
this is not the life for you if you're going to keep up with us, with the marketing promotion, with mm-hmm. the writing. Mm-hmm. While you're writing one book, you should have another idea of your next book in your hand because you write your first book to come to break out. You write your second book to sell your first book. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? So if we had to drag this one out, hmm. we're almost, taught, let's say, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. Yeah, we're good to nine months. Seven months in. Mm-hmm. And they, some of them had already started writing before they even came to us. Oh, wow. And we're talking eight months and they no don't book. have the same fire. Right. That's the point. I need people with fire because mm-hmm. it's fire. When my fire goes out, I need one of them to light me up. If they go out, I want to light them up. It's like a, remember the, com- the common tenders keeping yeah. everybody lit, in that, lit up. Common tenders. I like that. Let me write that down. Common. <laughs> I like that. That, mm. And that's what it is. You have to have that fire to tell your story in fiction, nonfiction, self-help, memoir. Mm-hmm. Memoir should be just as exciting as fiction. It's your mm. life. I told the people who started the challenge yesterday and I had them to read some examples to let them know where we're trying to get to. Mm. And I could tell the difference. They loved that book, Growing Up Gangster. Now, they they wasn't about that life, but they loved the delivery of his story. Mm-hmm. And my thing is, it is, it's supposed to have your... What's going to happen next? Mm-hmm. That happens with memoirs, too, if it's written written well. Yeah. It should be something that people are so engrossed in what happens. They want to know what happens next. Invested. Mm-hmm. That's why we have the national best-selling authors and USA Today best-selling authors that are the ones who help them to fashion it. It is their story. It's the delivery of it that's different. Hmm. But a story is a story is a story at the end of the day. It is. But we're talking about good stories. <laughs> a good story is a good story is a good story. That's what I'm going for. That's we want it for. to be that people sit in one city. They can't, they'll forget their train stop. They'll mm-hmm. tell the kids, they'll burn whatever on the stove because mm-hmm. they are so engrossed in that story. Mm-hmm. And, and that can happen with memoirs. It can, it really can. We. I've seen it with this mm-hmm. crew. I've seen it. And mm-hmm. it's so good. Mm. It's been so good. When I'm on the phone, when they first see their their book, when they first get it, one mm-hmm. lady she was in the casino. Kadisha was in this casino and she screamed in the middle of folks in the casino. She lost her grandmother. She had to go locate her grandmother <laughs> <laughs> in the casino because she got so engrossed in the fact that she, she saw her book cover. Mm. And 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 then have um, when I call them to to we're checking the rankings and when they hit number one. And they did it. We released it on Tuesday and then uh, Friday, Tuesday and Friday. It was four books. And we did mm-hmm. it. And let me tell you, to call and say you hit number one. Mm-hmm. And then when it hit myself, I was on the phone with somebody and I was checking Amazon. I saw the records and I screamed. Mm-hmm. I screamed. And I wasn't going to do any more challenges. But the woman on the other end said, you hear that energy you have right there? That energy mm-hmm. right there. I need you to keep that same energy and I need you to do another challenge. Now, it was self-serving because she wanted to do the challenge. But <laughs> the point of it, he understood. Self-serving with the contributive angle. I know. It. it was. <laughs> and how you feel right now. And mm. I did. Every last one of them, the same. It's like, bam, bam, like stair steps. And it was the difference is it wasn't just one hour or one day. They mm. stayed there for days at a time. That hasn't even happened to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm. Okay, enough about me. <laughs> no, no, no. This is all about you. But this is, I just want to just take a moment just to acknowledge how your journey has now opened up all these beautiful souls to their journey. And it's opening other beautiful souls to healing on their journey. And we've got this circle of healing and we've got this circle of fire. And everybody's just adding. And this for me, I mean, my mission 
what I'm doing in my life is inspiring more people to be tapping into that click. And that's one of the reasons why I really wanted you to come and be here on the podcast, because there's someone that has a story that doesn't recognize that there's healing on the other side of writing that story, not just for them, but for all the people that they're going to share it with. Yes. And that's that good story. Good story. Great story. <laughs> and the thing about it is everyone has a story to tell. You know, mm-hmm. it's the difference between, you know, there's a person that can tell a joke and they drag it out. They forget the punchline and they fall down on the job. By the time you're like, okay, okay, okay. okay. My dad, my dad. Then you've got other person who tells the story and they're all animated and, oh my God, I hit my head. And, you know, they, they're all over the place, <laughs> but they make it engaging. And it's, a, it's, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's your unique spin. It's your unique experiences. But we mm-hmm. have to tell them there has to be balance there. Can't be all the dark stuff. Mm-hmm. It has to have some balance. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it has been an amazing journey to see the excitement to be mm-hmm. there, to be like a proud book mother. Mm-hmm. And I'm there in the delivery room when it all goes down. I don't need to see, you know, the, the business end of things, but I'm just oh. saying. I'm there for... <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it's so after, funny. Wait, but, after the but, baby, like, you know how they clean it off and then they yeah. crash? Yeah, that's my part. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just so funny because um, my wife's going to hear this anyway, but when my son was born in December... She's mm-hmm. like, don't look, don't look. But it's like, he's, he's there. I'm cutting the umbilical cord. I'm going to see it all. But she had this whole thing. She didn't want me to look. And, and some of my friends, you didn't look, did you? Oh, it's horrible. I'm like, but this is all part of the messy it is. magic it of, is. of bringing forth life, right? So It's a beautiful thing. And it's the same thing as birthing a book. The, 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 the what do you call it? The stretch marks, the, yeah. the strange cravings and eating pickles and ice cream <laughs> at night. All of these things factor into getting the book done. But the fact that we're able to do it mm. and get it done in such, ah, oh, mm. man. And they, they stay focused. They stayed focused 30 days to write the book. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the editing took editing took about a month and a half because we had mm-hmm. two different editors. Mm-hmm. But it was really a great process. Mm-hmm. It took it took a lot out because it was the first time we had done a challenge this way. We did a five day challenge before to get the last people in. Mm-hmm. But they didn't get like I said, we let them kind of graze on their own and they kind of mm-hmm. like leave when they want to. Like, yeah. But, but this, you want that momentum, that energy, that power, that fire to go and get it for the 30 days. That's what you really want. And unfortunately, they're going to find out that mm-hmm. on Friday, you know, that group, I'm going to let it sit where it is. My energy has to be on the people who have that fire because that's what's going to bring us and pull us forward as a tribe. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to see everybody successful. Mm. And my thing is I have to respect where people are. Everyone's not going to have that fire. They may mm-hmm. just want that one story told and be done, or, mm-hmm. but they will know how to do it well. And they will mm-hmm. have the resources and the elements that's needed to make sure their stuff is, goes out there the right way. Mm. That's a key point. But as mm. far as moving forward with tribe, mm-hmm. they're going to be back there. They're going to stay in the teepee. Mm-hmm. We are going to move to the next hunting grounds. Mm, 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 mm. Um, for people that want to be a part of this magic, for people that are all fired up like I am right now, I'm like, like, I, I want my, I want to go scout me some literary stuff. <laughs> like, what's the best way for people to to contact you to find out more about you, about your books and the stories that you share in these books? What's the best way for them? To, My to website, uh, www.nalenakai.com. That's spelled N-A-L-E-I-G-H. 
N-A-K-A-I, NalenaKai.com. Or you can find me on Instagram, mm-hmm. the same name, Facebook, same name, Twitter, Book Bub, Goodreads, everywhere the readers are. That's where I am. That's where I'm at. Oh. That's where I'm at. Amazing. Well, I'm fired up. Um, I definitely want to pick your brain when you've got less going on about the whole thing, especially from the, the self-help nonfiction side of things. Um, Cause you're doing magic and it just, I'm just really glad that we got to bring you to the listeners today, guys, make sure you go and check out the things, look through the 30 odd titles. There's going to be something that's going to float your boat. I'm sure. Um, share this podcast well, with someone who has a story to tell. <laughs> or capsize it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Please do, um, do share this episode with someone who's got a story to tell. This is an opportunity for someone who has a story that can really move us forward as humans. Humanity is the sum total of the humans that comprise it. If more of them are healing and supporting the healing of others, maybe the world might be a better place. Thank you so much for coming in and joining us. Until next time, guys, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, good story-driven life. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.